Cheers to episode 50. Cheers. Cheers. Blue moon. I love this setup so much. Water. A lot of Powerade. What, what flavor Powerade? Uh, lemon lime. Oh, baby. Uh, tonight is Sunday, December 12th. Two Sunday recordings in a row. Don't let the boys get hot and responsible. 7.09 p.m. 2021. And the Lions are now officially eliminated from the NFL playoffs. Evan is excited. They lasted longer than a lot of other teams. Like three of them. Really? Yeah. Jets by like five minutes. Uh, There's an NFC team that I think got eliminated before us too, which makes no sense. But I saw some other team got eliminated before us. Can't remember who. Hmm. Jags? That seems right. Texans probably. Texans? That feels right too. Uh, So now is your chance to, if you guys would like to yet, pitch me to join one of your teams for the playoffs. I'm a lone wolf. I would prefer you don't join my team. Um, I respect it. Our, my team's injury riddled, and we are the most inconsistent team, one of the most inconsistent teams. So um, I don't really know how I'm feeling about it. Okay, so it looks are like I'll jumping be... ship. I'm not jumping ship. I'm just saying, okay, like Derrick Henry hasn't played since week eight. Do you really trust the Titans? He's coming back before the regular season ends, apparently. I just saw that today. Okay. Did he play today? No. Oh. Did they win? Yeah, they beat. Well, that's all that matters, Evan. They beat the Jaguars 20 to nothing. But once Derrick Henry's back, they're right back on track. Don't know if it'd be 100%. Alex, on your little uh, Zoom meeting thing on the, where the mic is, if, the, if you hit the up arrow, does it say that your mic is the Yeti? Yeah. Also, oh. yours sounds kind of poopy to me, too. Ah, must be the Zoom. But don't worry. It'll sound fine in their individual recordings. I wasn't um, going to say anything. but Well, you should. God, what if, what if we went a whole show and none of us could hear each other? Evan, you know you can, uh, you can attack your microphone if you want to. You can like put it on the camera. It doesn't matter. I have limited desk room, so I can't. Oh. And he's also fifty shows deep. I mean, imagine telling a man. I don't know. <laughs> just just was wondering. Now Grant and I are doing it, so I didn't know if Evan wanted to too. Um so to preview the show, I keep forgetting, you know how I said I should preview the show? I never do. We're we're gonna have our weekly recaps, little brief I mean brief Detroit Lions talk, uh Heisman results, that'll take up a chunk. The Michigan State Bowl game, Michigan Bowl game, um, like view from above, like just quick hitters, storylines, because we still have like two weeks to break down the games. And then the main event probably of the show, a Christmas snake draft between us three. It's been a minute since we've done a snake draft because usually we bring on a guest, but I was like, you know what? Forget all that noise. The three of us can run through one and still cover some fun topics. So without further ado, our weekly recaps, Evan, how was your week? Oh, let's see. What is it? I don't think I really did anything during the week. No pressure, because this is some people's favorite part of the show. Yeah, 
rumor has it, people tune out after this. Um, I don't think I did anything. Nothing really that exciting during the week. Um, Friday, went to the mall, got some gifts. Um, then uh, drank a little bit Friday night, and then Saturday went to the basketball game. Uh, had a white elephant and some drinking games, and got way too drunk. Woke up with a little hangover this morning. Um, there was probably 10 of us, I think, hanging out. It was a very good time. Um, very fun. Friend had to stay over. He was too drunk. Which one? Yeah. Uh, CL? Baseball Beast. J-Dub? J-Dub. I got the best prize and gave off some uh, funny uh, adult gifts. Like, not safe for the pod gifts. Okay. <laughs> I will say there was some funny Snapchats of you guys playing really loud music while people were just cashed on the couch. But that serves them right for falling asleep on the couch. He's come over to my place the last three times and fallen asleep early on everybody. We're hanging out. He falls asleep early on everybody. There was multiple people sleeping, though. I will say. CO, J-Dub. Oh, yes. Yeah, well. Those are the two I saw. Those, it was funny, though, because it's just classic. Like, you can sleep on the couch all you want, but we're still going hard, and you're going to hear yeah, the music. Uh, Alex, would you like to tee up your week? Yeah, sure. Um, not much during the week. Weekend was a little eventful. Uh, woke up Saturday morning, got told I'm going to the basketball game in East Lansing. Oh, yeah. Cool. You never told me your experience with who you were going to see the game with. How did that go? Didn't end up seeing that person. Ended up sitting in the uh, upper deck student section with, uh, with the other peeps. Uh, I guess I should back up. Friday, uh, hung out, watched some sweet fights. That was pretty fun. Pretty enjoyable. Mainly just like two of them. And just watching uh, a bunch of rednecks fight is hilarious. Mm-hmm. No offense to the rednecks. Rough and rowdy for all those that don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Saturday morning, woke up, went to East Lansing for the Penn State basketball game. Went to that. Uh, sitting in the upper deck in the Breslin Center. Haven't done it in a while. Um, it sucks. Not being in the student section really sucks. Like, you don't realize how good it is in there until you're not in there. It's really terrible. Um, after the game, I went to the same uh, little Christmas party. I crashed Evan's party, really. I wasn't invited, but True. I crashed it. Um, you know, got a cool gift. Got a little uh, stepbrother's glass. Pretty cool. Almost broke it because I dropped the box and didn't know there was glass in there. Because it was wrapped in a bush light box. So False. Twisted tea. Twisted tea box, so not great wrapping. Um, yeah, good time. I haven't already described that. Uh, then on my way back, uh, my transmission went out on the expressway while I was exiting. The big so, T. Uh, yeah, I was in a middle. This was a coming off the expressway, the exit, um, Evan, by like the Dick Sporting Goods, uh, that area, that exit. So there's... Uh, Two of the lanes turn left. The other one goes right. Um, was in the middle when it happened, of course. Couldn't get over because I was stopped. 
So I had to turn my car off, hit the hazards, turn my car back on, hope that it would go in drive, turned it in, put it into drive, felt like a violent car accident when I put it into drive, just full shake of the vehicle. I'm like, oh, this is sweet. Um, so then I got it to drive to the apartment I was going to. Um, then I was like, you know, I can't, I can't drive this back to my apartment. I can't drive an hour and 10 minutes like this. It'll probably just go out again. So I had to uh, crash at Grant's woman's house uh, without Grant. So shout shout out me. Um, And then I, uh, this morning, had uh, tried to drive it around the parking lot. was running better than I expected. Drove it to the place where it's getting repaired. Shout out my grandparents. Let me borrow their car. So I went to their house, took their car, and uh, made it back to my apartment. They're letting me use it for a while. A couple things on that that sparked in my brain. One, you described the sensation when you put it back into drive after restarting it. And like a like collision. A, like a car crash. What does it feel like? I'm going to knock on wood here. I've never been in a situation where my car just died on me, like mid-drive. What does that feel like? Comical. Laughable. Like, just does like, it just slowly man, go down? Does it slowly go down to zero from whatever you're going? It just, I couldn't accelerate. So I was hitting the gas, just wouldn't go. And I was like, oh. Uh, you can break. I could still break, thankfully, or I would have rammed into cars. So, so you have yeah, like I a just, call it a twenty-something second window where you have to make a decision where to maneuver your car. Mm-hmm. So it's so not. I was gonna about be, to get over to the right lane, and there's a car right there in my blind spot. So almost did what you did in Detroit and hit that car in my right. Luckily, I did not. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> chill. And then I. Uh, yeah, I was just stuck in the middle. It was a red light, thankfully, so I had a few seconds of time to like f- try to figure something out and uh, put it in park, turned it off, put it in drive, felt like someone rear-ended me. It was just my uh, gear shifting, and then I went on. And then was there any part of you, because I know this thought would go through my brain when you were taking victory laps in the parking lot this morning that was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep driving this thing until it happens again. <laughs> There was a thought. I was like, you know, maybe I could make it. Yes. But that's just not the smart thing. Like, what am I going to do if it goes out on the expressway? And now I'm in the middle of where I know a bunch of people in East Lansing area and then my apartment. But if I get stuck in the middle, you know, I'm not going to have as many options. And then I'm going to have to pay for a super expensive tow truck. And that's going to be much worse. So I just bit the bullet and didn't do it. Also, my power steering went out in the parking lot then when it happened that night. So then I was trying to park and I, you know, cranking with all my might. That was, that was great. Good thing you work out, man. Super (laughs) eventful. (laughs) That is is tough. Definitely probably the worst week of anyone on the show so far. I had a pretty good week, but, uh, you just can't let those things get you down. Um, Christmas season. For me, speaking of getting down this week, I was under the weather all week. Still getting over it. Shout out NyQuil. Never fails. One of the best over-the-counter drugs in the history of mankind. That thing will just like, it's like, it's like Vicodin light. It just makes you feel so fluffy and nice in your bed. And you feel, you wake up feeling great when you wake up. Problem is you're in a haze for a couple, couple hours. Um, best thing I saw all week, not the rip off Scott Van Pelt segment, what Alex alluded to, rough and rowdy. Want to give a shout out to Big Booty Daddy was the fighter's name. Uh, the guy was about as weird as you would think that name is. He's like this jacked 40-ish-year-old dude who was like 
had no hair on his body and like a fake tan, but he just beat the brakes off of this dude in an amateur boxing match and did one of the two best punches, two, two punches, two knockouts. And he did like the most disrespectful celebration dance over this guy's lifeless body at the time. And then had one of the most electric post fight interviews of all time. So if you're ever bored, go to like rough and rowdy Twitter, scroll down to you see it's going to be one of the top videos. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And I guess he's going to be fighting another dude later. So I'm probably gonna have to tune into that. Alex legitimately stood off the couch on his feet, like <laughs> drinking hand, like, oh my God, I can't believe I just watched that. It was pretty sweet. Evan, I'm going to send it to you right now so you can take a look. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I already know what clip it is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is funny. It's so good. Um, just in case you didn't see it. Also, have been getting Christmas shopping done this week. So, uh, RIP to the. The credit card statement, the bank account balance, getting all that stuff done. You forget how quick that adds up. And then lastly, I have a question for you guys. Is it a crazy move to buy a pillow on the internet without testing it out first? No. I have done it. Man, you have to know what pillow you want, like what type of pillow you want. But I I wouldn't buy a pillow online. I'm scared too. Unless you're super desperate for it. Yeah, and it's not like a between it's not like a pill you just hold on to or like between your knees it's like a legit i'm gonna try to buy a new pillow for my head that i'm gonna use every night and i just i don't really want to go to a pillow store and test them out i just want to pull the trigger and i just don't know if that's a bad move but alex you've done it so how did it work out for you worked out really well uh i just don't like flat pillows so um it wasn't that difficult to find a pillow that wasn't flat and i don't love uh tempur-pedic pillows they're a little too firm for me so I just bought a normal like feather pillow and I looked at the pictures and it didn't look flat and it came and it wasn't flat. It works so out really well. A show like ours struggling, desperate to get a sponsor, you just go ahead and cut Tempur-Pedic out of the running. Tough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would take them though. Okay. But, all right. But no, um, it's a no for me. Um, all right. So good recap there. Let's move to the Lions. My only question really, obviously they got killed by the Broncos. Um is this the least dialed into a Lions season you've ever been? No. Really? This is how most seasons go for me, honestly. Hmm. I mean, there was a couple years there with Stafford that we were competitive for a little while. But, you know, lately and then before that, yeah, it was always like this. This is a dumpster fire franchise, Grant. But what do you expect? Super Bowls? No, but I, I, no, I'm just saying like since the Stafford era started, this is probably, I've seen the least amount of snaps of line football in my life this season. Like I genuinely don't really watch them and I don't go later in the week to see what I missed. I don't have any pulse really on the team and which is kind of bad admitting that we do the show, but I simply don't care about them. And they're like, it's, it's almost to the, you know how people say like, being indifferent about something is the most disrespectful thing or the worst place to be. I'm indifferent about the Lions. I don't hate them. I don't like like them this season. I just simply don't care really what they do. And I, think I, I watched significantly less the last two years. Even with Stafford, like I would at least watch games. Like I remember when David Blau started on Thanksgiving, I still wanted to see that and enjoyed watching it. This Thanksgiving, I didn't really tune in. Again, there was a power outage on my Thanksgiving, but like I didn't really care to see what they were doing this whole season. Except for when they played, I checked out after they lost to the Packers on that Monday night game. I watched all that game. I enjoyed it. I was like, okay, I thought this team was scrappy. And then the rest of it, I don't really care. What about you, Evan? 
Yeah, um, care level is probably at a 0.5 out of 10. Um, just no interest, and there's nobody excites us. I mean, Hawkins didn't play, Swift didn't play, Jamal Williams didn't play, Tracy Walker didn't play. Uh, it's just when you have guys out there that you don't know who they are and you don't think he deserves to be on an NFL roster playing for your team, it's just tough. You're 1-10. Cool, we won last week, but it's just it's a snooze fest. The fact that we had to wait till 4 o'clock to like, attempt to watch it is it's even worse. Because <laughs> everybody was like, just get, just get it over with. Just get it over with. Play at 1 o'clock no matter what. Just get it over with. I love 1 o'clock games when your team's bad. The Lions, you said... Uh, Which is always... I don't. I forget what you just described it as. The lines are a wet fart. That's what they are. Maybe not even a wet fart. Maybe just a dry, a dry a fart. Dry, stinky cheddar fart. Maybe yeah. even no stink because there's nothing. There's nothing reactionary to them. They're just a puff, of odorless puff. What's your <laughs> care level? One to ten, Grant. One. Mm. So I, I want them to lose every single game. I was going to say my care level is two out of ten because I'm. Caring that they lose, spin zone. I want them to lose every single game. I was a little upset that they actually did win last week. Nah, it was cool that St. Brown. I was cool that St. Brown won, uh, caught the game winning pass, but like this week. Yeah, what are the odds? Matter. The odds the one Sunday, the one week we record before a Lions game, they win. That was just kind of ironic <laughs> as well. Um. Now, the last thing about the Lions is just our very early, very premature. Any guys that you – now that the college football season's over, essentially, any guys you're like, hey, I really would like us to draft that guy. Are we saying at the number one pick only or just No, like I didn't even consider the number one pick because I know if I say Hutchinson, I'm just going to get stabbed with a fork by both of you. <laughs> yes, you will. I wrote down 10 players. Wow. Oh my. I'm not going to scout them. I'm just going to read them. Thibodeau, okay. Hutchinson, Kyle Hamilton, Devin Lloyd, Alave Wilson, and David Bell, Sauce Gardner, and then Matt Corral and Kenny Pickett. Did you say Sauce Gardner? It's not his real name, but everyone calls him Sauce Gardner. Yeah. I've never heard of this guy. That's his nickname, Sauce Gardner. He's Cincinnati corner. He's never given up a touchdown. Okay, I know who that is. I didn't know he was called Sauce. That's sweet. Yeah, he's sweet. I want him. With the first pick, like, uh, go top three nope, Jeff Okuda. I didn't say that. I just said <laughs> players I would want, those those guys. Um, Evan, your guys. Um, I wrote down two right away. Uh, God, this Zoom is so shitty today. I wrote down Thibodeau and Kyle Hamilton. Oh, no. Nice. Kyle Hamilton, they showed a picture of him, I think, because he opted out and this pictures of him circled. He looks sweet. He's like 6'4 as a safety or something like that. Yeah, he's badass. But is our yeah, I guess we do need safety, safety help. Grant, we need everything. Uh, I'll go. So you guys went kind of mix of defense. Evan, Alex, you did everything. Evan, you went defense. So that's perfect. I went receivers, receivers, receivers. Uh, I don't know when we're going to grab them, but either of the OSU guys I would take. David Bell and Jahan Dotson, if we want to go value in the second round. So the, uh, the Big Ten wideouts. Yeah, I like that. I'm a Big Ten biased guy. I haven't done my deep dive, but initial thoughts into this is those guys. And then I also am going to say now on December 12th, I'd like to grab a QB in this draft. 
with one of our picks because I don't think you can afford to waste years taking a chance on a guy when you have a current QB situation. No offense to Jared Goff. Corral or Pickett, who do you guys like better? Uh, Sam Howell. Or Howell. Or Howell. I knew Evan was still I just haven't Howell. watched enough of them, um, to be honest with you. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Hand up, I don't know. I'll have more answers down the line. So we shift to college football now. Um, the Heisman results, the Heisman ceremony, a lot of drama going into this ceremony and coming out of this ceremony. I'll briefly touch on the ceremony itself and what happened, and then we can get into the snub uh, of the millennium leading into the ceremony. So itself, I think, so this was probably going on when you guys were doing your white elephant. So you may not have had like the volume on or anything, but the ceremony itself was extremely awkward. It, it was, it made me like, you know, when you, you feel like secondhand embarrassment for something and your body gets warm and you kind of sweat a little bit that happened to me just watching this ceremony. It was super weird. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the clip, but people listening probably have. It's just, they asked, they did this like little monologue, almost like it was like the Emmys where they brought everyone out and, um, they, they teed up like Tim Tebow did this really weird thing with like, Oh, Desmond, uh, I know, I know you're dying to ask Hutchinson the first question because you guys are Michigan men. Go ahead and ask him what you want to ask him. Like, just super weird. And then he asked him, like, what were your goals or, like, being here, Hutchinson? And Hutchinson just basically stayed like, yeah, our goal was to come back. We had a mission to win the Big Ten East and beat Ohio State. And, like, he kept going. And then there was this, like, pause. And people kind of started, like, giggling. And then Desmond, like, point, like, oh, like, pointed at CJ Shroud. And it just got super Just watched it. So, so awkward. Holy it just got weird, like... It got weird, and then Tebow jumps in, and it's like, oh, thank goodness Kenny's between those two to, like, stop it. And then that's when Howard made his joke, like, oh, better than their offensive line, Kenny Pickett, like, being in between them two. And it's like, Stroud so, looked pissed. Yeah, to sum up from this, to sum up from this as a Michigan fan, I gained more respect for C.J. Stroud out of it, and I also don't think any blame should be given to Hutchinson because he was, like, he's not, like, a mean kid like that. He was just simply stating what their goals were, and obviously – being Ohio State is one of those goals. He didn't mean it in a mean way because they had been hanging out the whole weekend. So, like, him and Hutchinson were, like, cool. Like, he's not trying to diss Stroud on national TV. It was, like, Howard and Tebow, like, making it awkward, like, laughing like kids in the crowd laughing that he said Ohio State. It's like, okay, like, I get it. Um, but, and to be honest, what Desmond Howard said wasn't factually incorrect. It was, like, it was a jab, but, like, CJ Stroud's offensive line was, like, cheeks in that game. So, it's not like he's, like, saying anything mean about it he didn't need to say any of that no but. no um and you could tell hudson was awkward he's like okay okay let's that's enough and then they moved on so like credit to the kids in the city the students in that situation for being more mature than the host but i think they're trying to you know espn's like come on like get into the rivalry banter because turns out this was the first time a michigan player an osu player had made the heisman finalist in the same year and I think it's probably for the best if it never happens again because it's super weird. And they just, like, force – because that game's just been played when this happens. And, like, even Holly Rowe was, like, asking when they were doing their tour around New York about, like, oh, like, are you still banged up from that game, like, CJ? Like, Hutchinson was just tackling, tackling you, like, two weeks ago. And it's like, dude, what are we doing? Like, I know you have to talk about it, but it's just weird. And then also, on top of the awkwardness, was just, like – the way they seated the coaches, Ryan Day and his whole family was like one row in front of Harbaugh. Harbaugh was right behind them, and they interview each coach after they do their slide of the kids. And I'm just thinking, like, how awkward it has to be. Are we like we're convinced, right? That like Day and Harbaugh probably don't even speak to each other that whole weekend, or like say anything to each other. Probably not. 
like you think about the com- they the com- probably hate each other the comment harbaugh just made after the game and then you're sitting one row like looking at the guy's <laughs> neck that you like <laughs> chopped on on a press conference like that is so weird um the will the one thing i will say is like there are a lot of osu fans uh on like you know on the timeline on the twitter timeline there's being really soft about it and like oh thanks for the bulletin board materials like yeah like you, both programs give each other bulletin board material all the time and like i'll just read the one that was the one that um desmond howard like responded to this this, this guy's username is so funny his name on twitter is ass man and his handle is at holy buckeye zero two he responded to desmond howard he says thanks for tonight the bulletin board material is really piling up for Scum's visit to the shoe next season. Parentheses, if they don't COVID quit, dot, 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 again. <laughs> and then Desmond just quotes and he goes, what position do you play, comma, ass man? <laughs> so it's just funny. Uh, I made up a new hashtag uh, from uh, listening to foreplay podcast i like listen to that and a lot of times they'll go if a good storyline happens like bryson versus brooks the beef they'll go this is hashtag good for golf i'm gonna say this whole exchange is just hashtag good for the rivalry that's all it is like you can get mad about it you can think it's nothing but at the end of the day this kind of stuff is good for the rivalry and that's what rivalries are and we knew it was going to be chippier that michigan finally won because it hadn't been much of a rivalry before then so that's all my thoughts on it i rambled there but did you guys have any thoughts about the michigan ohio state stuff uh it's just super awkward i just watched it like 10 minutes ago and yeah it was terrible i wish i didn't watch it it's so bad it's like one of the worst like moments of tv like it's just so so weird and then tebow gets involved he's like giggling yeah it's terrible so really awful Stroud looked like he was genuinely pissed off to the point where he was gonna like throw a fist it was, was like, either punches he, or crying and it was one I mean, of the he two looked, he looked very mad and so i'm really glad i didn't watch it mm-hmm didn't need to. Kenneth wasn't there. Just the ESPN trying to do way too much, and then you put Desmond Howard, who's never hosted anything in his life, in a position to try to get something out of it, and he's already bad enough on game day, so he shouldn't have been up there in the first place. Um, and then Desmond, I like during it. Like obviously, something's going to be said of those like rivalries, the rivalry. But does afterwards, like Desmond, like defending himself. I thought it was like idiotic. Like I get that you said you're sorry, but then him just continue to like defend himself is like people need to get less soft and understand it's just all good fun. And me and CJ Stroud are cool. It's like um, I'm sure you guys aren't, but yeah, whatever you so. had to say, I he gets through think it. So Desmond, I'm sure Stroud probably would like took the high road and just like yeah, we're good. I understand it, but really deep down, Stroud probably hates him. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think Stroud's more true. mature than Desmond Howard is. Facts, very obviously. I think we can... I've never liked Desmond Howard, though, so I could be completely biased here. Well, that was another... That's an interesting point of this, Alex. I was thinking, like, a lot of people are like, oh, why why is Desmond Howard, like, involved so much in this? Like, he's clearly one of the biased media people, and he is. And so it's almost like a lot of blame, like Evan said, has to be put on just ESPN because they, they knew that they knew what they were doing. Like, you could yeah. have Fowler do the whole thing or even involve Kirk Herbstreit because he's, like, the most unbiased guy who played just at Ohio anybody State. better than Desmond Howard wouldn't be hard to find. Yeah, and, like, I'm not going to... F- I'm not going to fault Desmond for being biased, like, because that's just... That's his choice. Like, I'm going to be an analyst and I'm going to be biased for my team. But you have to know if you're the producer at ESPN, like, hey... But the thing is, they want this to happen. So it's like they just put him in a situation where it's going to be tough for him 
to bite his tongue. But I will say if Tim Tebow hadn't have jumped in and made it even more weird, he probably doesn't get off that old line comment. So Tebow was a little too giddy too. I was like, dude. Also, the, the, there's something that feels weird. That felt weird when they bring the old Heisman guys back. Um, it feels like when you were a college kid and you came back to high school and like hung out with high schoolers in a way, like you just kind of come to the parties. Cause like, it was funny. They talked about all the Heisman people that were back. And then the only one from the 2010s was Robert Griffin. I was like, God, how much of a loser do you think Robert Griffin feels? Cause like all the other Heismans are out playing in the NFL. Can't come to this ceremony. And he's just like back. Like, what's up guys. I won the Heisman. Heisman's weird. I'm kind of out on it. I'm out. sure you guys are too, because Kenneth Walker. I grant snub. we don't really need to get into it. Um, it's pretty clear. It's a media award. There's tons of media bias all the time. Look at the finalists, other than Kenny Pickett, which, you know, he's a, a rarity because Pitt's not a big brand. But, uh, yeah, Kenneth Walker should have been there. I'm not going to sit here and complain. I've done enough of that all week. So, yeah, he should have been there. I don't think this is a Michigan versus Michigan State thing either. So, Agreed. Mikey, 4-2, whatever your numbers are. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that. Walker should have been there over Hutchinson or vice versa. I think Walker should have been there no matter what. And it's just strictly like that guy is a great person, great player, one of the best in the country, should have been there. It's pretty simple. Yeah, I know the timing sucks because they announced the finalists like that Sunday when we recorded in the morning. So it feels like we've exhausted it. But I had to let you guys get a rant ready if you wanted to you know, talk about it. So, Evan, do you have any firm thoughts for the, the high I'd like voters to go in on it. If, if you, want. First, you want me to go in on it? I I haven't you have honestly been very quiet in all why the chats you, about it. Why don't you go in on it though? Like I know because you feel Evan mad hasn't about given it. his thoughts yet, really. Yeah, because I didn't so want to exhaust my energy towards something that I knew was already gonna happen. Also knew it Obviously did I know that did I think Kenneth Walker deserved to be there? Yes. Do I think Hutchinson deserved to be there? Probably not, no. Um and I the only reason Hutchinson got to go was because of the jersey color that he wore throughout the entire season. Because if you take Kenneth Walker, put him on Michigan, flip flop, basically just flip flop the two, Kenneth Walker would have already won the Heisman if he was wearing Michigan colors. And Hutchinson would barely even be top prospect in the NFL draft. And that's not, and then we, you compare, okay, most valuable player. Um, Hutchinson, yeah, he's arguably the best player on the defense, but is he as valuable to his team as Kenneth Walker is? And I know it's not the Michigan State, Michigan thing. I think both of them, sure, deserve to be there. Um, but then you look at it and you're like, okay, uh, Alabama defensive end, I think Williams, I butchered the name yesterday. Uh, he had better stats. And then be like, oh, he back half to Will Anderson. Will Anderson, see. Butchering names. Uh, he had better stats. So at one point, do we eventually just quit giving credit towards like the media people? And then you have back, stats to back it up that he won the Walter Camp and Doug Walker Award, and he's the first Walter Camp person to ever not be invited as a finalist of the Heisman Trophy, which is absurd. And, and I didn't, I, I knew like Kenneth Walker wasn't going to win it. I just feel like he deserved to be there. Like I knew Bryce Young was going to win it based off of what he did the last two weeks. I do think it, Bryce Young could is like a worthy winner. And then everybody ar- and then everybody wants to argue like, oh, but if Kenneth Walker just did well against Ohio State, and okay, that argument could discredit one game for Kenneth Walker, then you should discredit one game for Hutchison, and the number one game is they when they faced each other. 
Hodgson should get discredited what about, for the, uh, the Michigan State game. Pickett losing to Western Michigan. So, like, Kenny Pickett deserved to be there because he's an outer player on Pitt that Pitt is lucky to go 7-5 and five without him. you're frozen. Yeah, it's weird because, like, I don't, I've never read the exact definition of the Heisman Award. I don't know if they say it's just, like, how sweet you are or it's, like, the whole most valuable to your team award. I can. I think we all can agree there probably should be more finalists. Like, why not give five or six kids the chance to have of a lifetime to, like, go be invited? I mean... With all the BS they did in the beginning of the show, they can definitely fit in a couple more montages for two more kids. I mean, it's an hour show. You can squeeze it in. So it, it's weird. It's like, I think both of them should have gone. If I had to remove one from it, I would say CJ Stroud, even though I think he's a good quarterback. It's just like, when you talk about the most valuable, I mean, you could plug in one of their three backup five stars and they probably could have had similar, they could have lost, they could have gone 10 and two like they did with with a backup. So it's like, it, it, it's in a weird spot. My only sense that I was trying to look today, like why didn't, because like you guys with the Walter Camp, it even gets crazier. I'm pretty sure the Walter Camp winner has never even finished lower than two in the final Heisman voting. Most of the time they win the Heisman trophy. And so I'm looking, I'm looking through like stats and just whatever I could come up with for like why he wasn't even invited. And I'm not saying I agree with these theories, but the only theories I can think of is one, I think we all know Heisman moments that gets talked about all the time. I think it matters. And I think his probably came a little bit too early for like the standard media voter, which is, I don't know that it comes earlier, but yes, obviously if he would have had a massive game against Ohio state, he's invited to New York. The other thing too, is I think what ended up hurting him is that um, for better or worse, the central Michigan running back Nichols ended up being the, like a rushing category leader on most of the categories, whereas Kenneth was dominating all the rushing categories throughout the whole year until the end there because of injuries he sustained. And I think like if Kenneth was the yards leader, like touchdowns leader, they would have still invited him. But I bet like the Joe Schmo from Pac-12 land looked at it and goes, oh, Kenneth Walker's not even the most yards in the country. Why would I invite him to New York? I think that's a terrible argument. I agree. Uh, Because the Central Michigan running back had like 65 more carries. To begin 100 percent it's just you look at it and there there were some guys that caught up to some of kenneth's stats that he was dominating the whole first half of the year and i also we talk about all year how if also if they had involved him more in the pass game and he had more all-purpose yards like the catching that, that could give him a bump too but like i think all those things are just like lazy ways that media people can discredit him um and this is all to the point evan kind of briefly mentioned is that we the three of us are much smarter than any heisman voter and i'll stand by that it's a joke and this is why when we joke that we're unbiased national media reporters, we're not joking. We're serious because a lot of these guys don't. These Joe Schmoes don't watch football. They don't they watch don't. as much as us. There's no, they have families. They have kids. We don't have families and kids. We have time to watch stupid games that we don't need to be watching. It's actually a joke. Yeah. Sucks. The, the fact that some of the people that have Heisman votes is actually laughable. Dude, there was like 12 people that voted for Brees Hall to finish second in Heisman voting. When you look at the the final ballots, like 12 people voted him to finish second. Brees Hall. What are we doing? Uh, Also, the Walter Camp is voted by coaches who watch a lot more football than uh, media members. So maybe that's uh, that's a difference. Maybe that's a tell. Um. To stay on, as if you guys don't have anything else, to stay on the Michigan State train here, we're going to do a high-level summary, like I said, of the bowl game. Um, we kind of Alex actually, in his hungover state, actually nailed that they would be playing in the Peach Bowl. He did think it could be Michigan, Oklahoma, Michigan State, Oklahoma State in the Fiesta Bowl. That was 
incorrect, but he also threw out the Peach Bowl against Pitt. That did happen. Um, my only thoughts, really, first thoughts are just Peach Bowl, Sweet Bowl. Sweet Bowl to be in. Peach. Something about the Peach is just fun to say. We're playing in the Peach. Uh, I wrote down two things. Um, cool uniform matchup. I like the colors of both schools. No, they, they gr- col- great uniform matchup. Fantastic uniform matchup. I think it'll look really great. Um, mm-hmm. And then second, uh, you know, two should have been Heisman finalists. So like two of the top players in the country in the same game, if they both play. And then that's my third. Will they play? I don't know. I think Kenneth Walker will. I apparently will find out about Kenny Pickett this week. He did tease that in the Heisman show. He was asked point blank. He said, we'll find out this week. And then uh, everyone giggled. Initial reaction. Um, as soon as it got announced, I said, I'm going. Confirmed, am going. We'll be in Atlanta. Um, and a little more biased that we actually do get to play Pitt. I'm excited for it since a friend of the podcast, Luke, is a big Pitt fan. Um, mm. And and That's then right. it's like, that's two under the radar, rivalry. yeah. Two like under the radar uh, teams going into this year, so it's kind of nice. And then the whole Pat Narduzzi facing his former team didn't come back there when we offered him that coaching job. Um, there's that whole notion. And then if Ken, I hope Kenny Pickett plays, but I understand why he doesn't. And I just want to see like if our defense improved against like an NFL caliber quarterback. Evans a man of competition. He does want Kenny Pickett to play. Yeah, who wouldn't want him to play? It'd be a way cooler matchup. Any pu- any puddle people would probably want him to sit out. You don't want some hit backup you've never heard of. Penny it's kick fun- it. What's <laughs> the fun in that? Um, yeah, the Narduzzi storyline I had written down too. And the question to you guys, who is Mark D'Antonio rooting for in this game? Uh, I think Michigan State, pretty obviously. Obviously? Yeah, I think so. Is it a win-win for Mark D'Antonio? Because he his, his bro, his bro I'm for life. he'll be at the game. Oh, he's going to be on the sideline of both teams. He's going to switch at half. <laughs> Whoever's winning at halftime, that's the colors he's putting on. He'll probably uh, probably be at the Cincinnati playoff game, too. He's a Cincinnati guy, too. Look at so, Mark. He's all over these New Year's Six games this year. Dude, he, he wants back in the biz so bad. He's going to be the D.C. at somewhere. There's going to be a post-game Notre pick Dame. of... Of Mel on one shoulder, like just in marks in the middle of him and Narduzzi with their arms around each other. I guarantee it. Maybe not. A sweet pick. Evan, you think he's rooting for State, right? Or do you think Pitt? I think he's rooting for Michigan State. All right. Hopefully. The, pro- the program that Mark D built. Um, is there any smoke, Alex Blogboy, of MSU players sitting? Um, no. Well, Kenneth Walker is the only uh, questionable guy but the michigan state football twitter account uh, equipment manager account tweeted a picture of a kenneth walker jersey with a peach bowl patch on it under a christmas tree see that's the kind of hard-hitting analysis we need which felt like that means kenneth will be playing but i do believe that will be his last game in the green and white Are 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 we the home team yeah confirmed home team Okay, but then how do you know what uniforms we're gonna wear? Oh man, we're wearing our home greens. Just because they put it that uh, like that picture doesn't mean we're wearing those. I'm just gonna guess it's a bowl game. We're not gonna get wacky with the uniforms, and we're just gonna wear regular green home uniforms. Not get wacky. You guys have like a different set every single game. We might wear a different helmet. I just think we'll wear the green jersey. 
We're not going to break out a black jersey for a bowl game. I wish that Pitt. I, I wish Pitt could wear like the blues. That would be my all-time matchup. Green I wish versus could, blue would be sweet. I don't think they'll do it though because of like colorblind stuff. Like you just no, can't. I, I think I could tell the difference in that because of the gold. I wish that. I hope they do that, but I don't think they will. I think they'll do like the white, but because that would be the ideal matchup. Blue pants at least. No, it's not wearing blue. They always wear yellow pants. Mm, I've seen them wear blue pants. Can't confirm that. It just feels like I have. I can't <laughs> confirm either. Um, Michigan's bowl game. So it's Georgia in the Orange Bowl, as we expected. The only note I have for this is there was some early drama in this game already with the sense of Gaddis almost left for Virginia. Josh Gaddis, uh, offensive coordinator at Michigan, almost left for Virginia, but they ended up hiring Clemson's offensive coordinator instead. And then the Tony Georgia Elliott. the Georgia defensive coordinator, uh, Lanning, is confirmed the next head coach of Oregon, but he will coach in the bowl game. So nothing really, you can't really read into that. Like people are like, oh, will that impact the locker room? No, probably not because he's a he's a, an adult and those guys are basically all grown adults that play for him. They're not going to be mad and he's staying with them for the game. So it's kind of basically what we touched on that hungover morning about both teams are similar. And I've been thinking that I'm a little bit more nervous and worried that Georgia lost. So they're going to come out with stuff to prove. I think maybe Michigan could knock them off if they were all high and mighty undefeated still. Uh, but when they lost, they got humbled, and now I think they'll be coming out even with more of a chip on their shoulder to prove to get that extra to get that another shot at Alabama. And Michigan is simply just a roadblock in their way, is what I would think going into the game now. Um, as a uniform guy, what pants is Michigan going to wear? I believe they'd be the home team, right? They're the higher seed. I would bet Michigan would wear all blues if I had to bet. All right. Because Kevin, you're not a fan of the all blues, right? No, you're a blue yellow guy. I thought well, you just didn't no, like I'm, the white I blue. Did, I didn't like the. I didn't like that we're in all blue in the Ohio State game because mm. I wanted both teams just to wear their tradition rivalry uniforms. Right. I think right. this game would be better if Georgia was the home team for the red. If Georgia was also, red and Michigan was white maize, I'd like that. But I know you guys don't like those maize pants. No. Yellow, just, just girly for me. I don't know. Both schools have a chance to raise uh, a bowl of fruit in terms of Michigan and Michigan State. <laughs> That's huge, Alex. That's what people come to this show for. The hard-hitting analysis, I'm providing it. Um, And then the only stat of analysis I'm bringing to this game is a tweet I saw and I liked. Just trying to get in a habit of liking things on our Twitter to see if they'll be important for the show. Uh, Brock Bowers, the freshman tight end for Georgia, he has six touchdown catches of 20-plus yards this season. That is the most by any Power 5 tight end since 2014. So, Brock Bowers, get to know his name if you're a Michigan fan. He's going to be in your shiz all night. <laughs> um, my initial reaction was, does Georgia want to win a national championship this year? If they do, they should play JT Daniels instead. Mm-hmm. If they don't want to win a national championship, then go ahead with uh, Stenson Bennett. I did write down... Um, for both schools, a quarterback change could benefit them in this game. We could see four quarterbacks used in this game, and not because of injury. Just the yeah, old carousel, baby. A realistic <laughs> possibility. Evan, and I did, because you were... I mean, I've, I think our friends at Mitten Money talk badly about JT Daniels. I think... They hate I don't, him. They don't like one of them. At the beginning of the year. 
They so I went back and watched one of his games where he played, and you're right. He does he does throw outside the numbers. JT Daniels confirmed can throw outside the numbers. Uh, I haven't seen a, a ton of, of either. I know they've looked good at times, but I think there's some merit there to be like, okay, is JT Daniels our best chance to win if we want to air it out? So I, I am curious to see what they do. I wonder how that's going in the locker room with Kirby Smart. I don't really know. I, I have no idea. Yeah, Leslie JT Daniels is injured and just nobody knows about it because that's when since the minute came in, they just kept him in and haven't replaced him. Unless he's injured, but other than that, like I just don't understand why he's not in there. It could be just, uh, you know, we won all our games with Stetson Bennett. It's hard to bench a guy that hasn't lost. Now he lost. Door might be open. Should be open. I'm rooting for JT Daniels to play. Not that I care who wins the game. Yeah. Like your quote. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm hoping JT Daniels goes in. <laughs> Alex would rather the Red Wings never I'm win a cup. I'm not rooting for anybody, though. <laughs> Alex would rather never have the Red Wings win a cup again than Michigan win Did a Did I say Andrew. that on the podcast? It's a quote. We made a quote graphic. Evan said he turned his phone off for a week. Oh. Yeah. yeah he said he'd uh, ghost. I, oh, wow. Rashad Bear, Perriman. Shout out former Detroit he's, Lions. Dude, he's he scored with the game. Bucks. Winning touchdown in overtime for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That game ended up in overtime? Yeah, Josh Allen put on a furious comeback. Oh, wow. Rashad Perriman, the Detroit Lion that did not play a snap this year, ended it. He's sweet with the Bucs. Um, so, shout out Wyatt Camus. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shout out Wyatt. Whoa. <laughs> Even though everybody knows Evan's last name because it's printed all over our bios. So. Shout out Wyatt. Wyatt is making, Evan's brother. For making the fantasy football playoffs and for me for missing. Uh. Drew still has to beat me for that to happen. Now I'm trying to get some reverse mojo here. Okay, and so, actually, hmm. no, I'll talk. We'll talk about it after the podcast. For the for the last topic here, the main event I would call it of this show, the Christmas Snake Draft. Um, it is December 12th. It's a little early, but it's, it's Christmas season. You know, we're in full flow here. And the next couple of weeks, you're going to get back more to sports. Um, don't worry for people that are worried. We will have full game breakdowns of the bowl games, probably like. Not next week, but the week after, like the week right before the games, we'll go in depth on them. Um, but now I think is the best time to get the Christmas stuff not out of the way, but give it some love. So how we're doing this for those that are unfamiliar with the snake drafts, um, it's five categories. Best Christmas movie, or you you just pick one of these. It doesn't mean best. You just pick one. Christmas movies, but it's your it's the best to you. Christmas movie, Christmas song, Christmas tradition or activity, Christmas gift, as like when you were a kid. Kind of that range of like what were the sweetest gifts to get when you were a child, and then Christmas food and or drink, and you can pick them in any order. Uh, there's really no rhyme or reason to it. Let me get the random number generator up to decide how we're doing this puppy. Do one through three. Um, Evan is the top on my screen. He'll be one. I'm two. Alex is three. Generate three. Alex, your pick of where you'd like to draft. Uh, I'll go second. Oh. Alex is second. We'll generate again. Two for me. Um, I will go third. I'll, I'll put the pressure on Evan. I know that makes him an uncomfortable yeah, I spot really sometimes. really didn't want to pick first. So. This stinks. I had no right. idea what I would go with first, honestly. <clears throat> Remember, any category is fair game, snake order. Alex, don't let us get lost in the snake. You got it. <laughs> All right. Um, um, um. Christmas activity is going to be my first pick. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably a lame one, but I do it every single year. It's kind of a tradition. 
Um, it's baking and decorating uh, Christmas cookies. All right. <laughs> Big baker. I have Cadmus. Yeah. Baker um, Cadmus. Shout out to you for doing that, Evan. I that might be the worst first Baker Snake track history. <laughs> Why do you like because all the other ones is like there's so many other options. Like honestly, I, I think what, all of our whole teams here can't be bad. Like there's a lot of stuff you could pick. No, honestly, I, I hated I hated that category. I don't even know what to do for that one. So I think the food uh, is one. You're Grant, you're keeping track of this, right? Yeah. And um, the good thing is is that this audio gets posted like so i could always go back and listen if i don't write it down <laughs> you're so smart <laughs> uh second pick hmm. eggnog whoa no spoiling picks i'm sorry whoa dude you're giving away my whoa i don't really like eggnog so i'll oh. go with uh food drink mm. hot chocolate mm. will be my uh my first pick with that whipped cream yeah, and if you're feeling uh, saucy, you can put See, some I cool never even had it. I didn't even have it in my rundown. I totally forgot about hot chocolate. Didn't even have it up here. And do not you to... not like hot chocolate? No, I really do enjoy hot chocolate. <laughs> just, I just totally forgot about it. Did you huh? guys know that hot chocolate is sometimes served at like 170 degrees Fahrenheit? That is not something I knew. That's why you burn the you burn my tongue every single time I drink. The roof of your mouth, like everything going down. Yeah. I was going to spoil it, but you guys know that one song from that one Christmas movie that will not be named where it's like, hot, 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 hot chocolate, hot, 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 hot chocolate. No, no. Oh, (laughs) that feels bad. (laughs) Okay. The third pick, me. So one of you did, okay. Activity. (sighs) I'm going to go with food and drink. As well, just because it's the thinnest category in my opinion, and one's already been taken. I'm gonna take the Christmas entree prime rib. I'm gonna nail that. I'm taking it. You didn't. Eat, you took that from me earlier. I told you that. I had it written down. You mentioned mm-hmm. it, and I acted coy and shy about it because that was my number one. <laughs> I was gonna say you acted like ham was the number one entree, and I was like, "What are you yeah, talking I, about?" I threw the old curveball at Alex. I was like, "What about ham?" So forget. So ham. prime rim would have been one one for you if you were picking first. No, no, I probably. Well, would you have like, selected number one overall? I can't give away picks, dude. Oh. All right, back to, back to uh, me. I just you. know, yeah. like, I the reason I'm not, I would do song, but my like, no one's gonna know my song. It's like not even on Spotify. I'll songs play it for last. You. So I was like, no I just can mine. save that. And I don't think you guys like the movie I do. So now I'm gonna go tradition activity. Opening presents. Seems like a good one. Yeah, I just, I didn't want to overthink it there. Uh, I just, who doesn't love waking up and just opening presents? Uh, I think most people enjoy it. And I know the act of like giving a gift and watching them open it is sweet when they're excited, but dude, let's just all be on the trust tree here. Opening presents is sweet. (laughs) You can keep your giving gifts. (laughs) Hmm. All Alex. right, to me. I'll go tradition as well because I only have one other one written down. <laughs> so I'm going to... Wait, I haven't already gave his, so I can. I don't have to give it. Correct. Mm, movies is just such a deep category. I don't feel the need to go there either. Mm, but what if yours gets stolen? Hmm. I'll just do my tradition. I don't really care. 
<laughs> We're not even having to vote on this. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I'll just say uh, decorating and like putting up ornaments. You know, that whole process is a, a Christmas tradition. Nice. So, you know, the lights outside, lights inside. Just if it was, if this was for a vote, I would ornaments. try to get you to narrow it down. But like, are we decorating the tree? Are we just decorating everything? We're just we're, decor- we're just getting out all the supplies and we're uh, we're going ham on the house, right. indoor and out. In my mind, I'm picturing decorating tree, uh, but I, I get what you're saying. The full thing, decorating our bodies, Ooh. not the white <laughs> creme brulee, the full creme brulee. What? Uh, back to Evan for two picks in a row here. Uh, two picks. I'll go Christmas movie. I'm gonna pick Elf. Um, good movie. Great. And uh, Christmas gift as a kid. I'm gonna go Nerf guns. Oh, you son of a biscuit. <laughs> All right. I would I would love to just shoot you with a Nerf gun right now for taking that one. Uh, back to Alex. Uh, yeah, I'll go movie. Nope. Uh, I'm gonna throw up. I hate. I I don't like when the movies. Then I feel like you're gonna take it. I don't think you're gonna take this one. Uh, but Christmas Vacation is my mm. uh, favorite. Great Christmas movie. movie. Great yeah. movie. Watch it every year, man. I feel like Phenomenal. I've heard Evan talk about that movie several times. It, it's That's great. Every year, I think it's great. Doesn't movie. get old. Okay, so you guys' movies are done. I'm gonna go gift then. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be that nerd. I was gonna go with a different one to show the jock in me, but if I'm being honest, what got me most jazz is getting that fresh new Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say gaming consoles. And then you just go on, just talk with the boys for like two hours, just playing the new maps. And like, what'd you get, man? And then your parents are like, hey, we're going to grandma's house walk off <laughs> like, all right we're shutting it down boys have a, have a good 25th of december i'll be back on at 11 <laughs> and then you come back and you're like stuffed from eating then you get the little late night you action sweat out the duty until 4 a.m you're like so we doing this all break boys or what celebrate baby jesus birthday and just go talk crap to teenagers online <laughs> You got all the Christmas noobs who just got on Call of Duty that didn't get it in October. It's like yeah. fresh blood. Yeah. It's great stuff. Um, now, my movie, I'll just get out of the way. Like I said, no one's taking my song. If you do, I'll fight you guys next time I see you. Um, I'm just going to take the classic, the Grinch, the cartoon version. That is a good one. I just, I like the Grinch, the cartoon version. And Nash kind of looks like the dog Max, and I just always warms my heart. All right, to me. I'll mm-hmm. go gift. Uh, when I was like uh, from anywhere from age like five to like 12 or 13, I just loved getting uh, jerseys, mm. sports jerseys. Pre-puberty Got tons years. of them. Oh, yeah. Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace, Chauncey. A lot of Pistons jerseys. A lot of Lions jerseys. Joey Harrington. Oh, yeah. Have Kevin one, Smith. Uh, Roy Williams. Kevin Smith. Mm. Yeah. Mike Williams. I had a Tony Romo jersey. I got a Chris Paul Hornets jersey one year. That was pretty cool. Had a Chad Ochocinco jersey. I even have a Tom Brady jersey. You're a, you're a Michigan man deep down. We know it. I like Tom Brady. Not Michigan, though. Um, Evan, for two to finish out, right? To finish out. Um, song, I'm going to go Michael Buble, beginning to look a lot like Christmas. <laughs> 
a good good one. Can you say the Michael artist's name? Can you it. say the artist's name again, Evan? I liked how you said Michael it. Michael Bublé. Yes, that's really good. <laughs> Bublé. Bublé. And then uh, Christmas food and drink. I'm gonna go boozy eggnog. <laughs> you spike it up a little bit Regular and I'll get it going. <laughs> For the uncle, <laughs> you're gonna have to cut that. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god for the, for the that's un- gotta get cut don't forget to cut that for the uncultured of us what is the go-to alcohol to make your spiked eggnog oh um if you want to get really festive you usually like sometimes you can do like the like uh like a christmas like themed like a little peppermint in there peppermint schnapps yeah <laughs> Or you just go just straight up, just regular whiskey or bourbon, if you're Whoa. really desperate for it. Are you that tough? What, are you Jason, Jason Aldean? Are we, is this Jason Aldean? <laughs> well, if you're not doing it straight, you're putting it in with the eggnog. Eggnog's rich, you, thick, uh... and creamy, and so it kind of balances out. <laughs> okay. Just a little break from this draft. Do you guys, like, booze it up on Christmas, or not really? Um, depends not on what that I'm of age. Like, do you guys do something fun for Christmas? We already went through my awful thanksgiving holiday experience i don't know if your christmas experiences are are better um, my christmas experience were exactly the same as like thanksgiving just oh, hang out with the family you froze for a second oh he's back mine are pretty similar probably drink like i like to like dabble in a lot of types of alcohols for the holidays when i'm back home because they uh, there's more to my disposal i like to mix in like a mixed drink to start because uh liquor before beer you're in the clear and then you don't, some wine. You don't drink beer. Some. <laughs> I just held up a blue moon for those listening. Get bodied, Alex. Um, mm. So like a mixed drink, some wine later, and you just, you just, you just, like I said, I repeat myself, mix it up. But yeah, pretty similar. I don't really like the NBA games. It was cool when the Pistons used to wear their red uniforms and they were good and played on Christmas. That was I used to like that. I'm so young. I don't even remember those days. So, I mean, I think uh, we're to your... I don't know. It's to me. You wrapped up. Yeah, uh, I'm done. To my uh, song. Um, I like all of the uh, songs by this artist, but uh, I had to pick one. So, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Frank Sinatra. Huge Sinatra Christmas guy. That's a man of culture right there. Yeah. It just bellows through the house while you open presents. It's phenomenal. Now, my last one then is song before we do honorable mentions. And it is before I before I say it. Not your I'll, song. Yeah. It's your movie. I already did my movie. Oh, your movie was The Grinch. Yeah. I thought your song wow, was the that's Grinch not, song. That's, that's not good. For, <laughs> no. Uh, so that's not good for my movie. That must be pretty unforgettable. Um, yeah. Or, yeah, sorry, pretty pretty forgettable. So before I say the song, I'd like to personally plug my Spotify account. Um, it's my first two letters of my first name, GR, and then my last name, Anschutz, which you can find on our social accounts. So Grandschutz, Spotify. It's just called Christmas, the playlist. 18 songs, one hour long. There's no skips on this playlist. You will not skip a single song. I have filtered out... Because I don't really like Christmas music. I just like good songs that also relate to Christmas. So I've cut out all the BS songs that people listen to, like Baby It's Cold Outside. That song um, stinks. Get are out you of paying here. Evan and I for this ad? 
this isn't an ad, but if people just want to make if, sure, if I, if my uh, account gets a bunch of fouls, I'll uh, I'll do something. Um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. All these songs stink. I got bops only on here, and this song is from there. Now it's not on Spotify itself, so you have to download it off of YouTube illegally. It is called "Our Love Is Like a Holiday" by Michael Bolton. Are you gonna play it? Don't all react at once, guys. Have you guys ever heard it? Uh, I need you to play it. Yeah, I'm terrible with like just knowing songs off the top of my head. So, please play it. Okay, let me. Either you gotta use my phone here, you gotta load it up here. Let me get to the chorus for you guys. Reminds me of Captain Jack Sparrow. Wow, it's quite the bop. It's a great song. Yeah, you'll remember Michael Bolton from the Jack Sparrow Lonely Island. People forget that he has a great under the radar Christmas song. Or people just don't know. <laughs> so that's that. That's the draft. Um, honorable mentions. I feel like with only three people, there's a lot of honorable mentions. Were there any that almost you almost said but ended up going a different direction? Home Alone, because I get compared to the uh, the actor in Home Alone quite a bit. Mm. His lifestyle and yours match up too. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. <laughs> I had to look up your profile. Freestyle. You know your Spotify. You just uh, yeah. you just plugged it. Oh, Justin <laughs> Bieber. You know, Drummer Boy should have been up there. No, um, drum, drum and boys stink, bro. That song stinks. But rumpa bum bum your way out of here. Rumpa bum bum. Um, Die Hard Christmas movie. <laughs> Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Uh, it is a Christmas movie. What's the definition I've never of Christmas seen it, movie? So I Alex? can't say. It. Uh, something to do with Christmas. Okay, Die Hard involves the Christmas holiday. Um, super underrated movie that I actually loved as a kid. Like favorite of all time, Mickey Christmas Carol. It's like uh, Donald Duck is like the Scrooge, and he like goes back. It's, it's a great film. You should watch it. Polar Express, great movie as well. Ooh, good one. That was in there. That when I sang hot, 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 hot chocolate, that's what. That, oh you got, so yeah, that, it is. They break out in that choreographed routine on the bus. Yeah, good movie. Alex, you you also yeah, Alex, remember. remind me of. You remind me of like the know-it-all kid in the yellow Shut up. S- sweatshirt in Polaris. <laughs> Shut up. Her- can you just give me a Hermie Shimers? No. But did you guys know I saw the Polar Express in 4D? No. 4D. Not 3D. 4D. Does that include like, what's 4D? Just smells? Feel it. <laughs> I'm dead serious, dude. I saw did it Santa, in Chicago. Did Santa reach out? Like when... Santa whips his reindeer. There was like a little like thing in the back of our seats that like pokes you in the back. It feels like you get whipped. And then when the tr- yeah, it sounds crazy bad when you say it like that. But then <laughs> when the uh, the train is like going and they show an outside view and all the like water and like mist comes up, sprays into the crowd. So you're they just make wet. hot chocolate. You're just you're just wet. Yeah, watching we're, 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 we're misted. And then they break out the hot chocolate. You can smell it. And when the kid uh, when the kid reaches in his robe and the pocket's gone, you feel a hand come down and touch your thigh, too. <laughs> you know what? There's actually, like, little vibrators in the butt. 
That sounds so bad. Wow. Hey, yo! <laughs> what happened in Chicago? Like, like, there's like little things in your seat. So like, like when you, they drop the quarter, it feels like like you dropped it in your seat. And like when you reach in your pocket and he like drops to whatever, I don't remember. He like drops something out of his pocket. You feel it in your seat. This sounds like an hour and a half of like anxiety. Where like you don't know what's going to do next. It was pretty eye opening. I mean, I was like ten, but when did the Polar Express come out? Around then, I feel like. Where's our producer, fat guy, Seth? (laughs) (laughs) Um, my other my other honorable mention for movie was Four Christmases. It's pretty solid because it's like a Vince Vaughn and um. Another, she's like a famous actor. She's blonde. It was like a rom-com type deal, but it's pretty Reese funny. Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, I think it is Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Great call, Alex. Um, it's a pretty good one. It's like the first hour is really good. It's like funny. It's not too sappy. So that's a good one to watch. Um, songs, like Evan mentioned. I like basically any of the traditional ones. You just remix it with the Ariana Grande version. Her voice is much <clears> better. It's more modern. Go with those. You know, a lot of people oh. gripe about the new style of Christmas music. A lot of people like the old stuff. No. Uh, Me, Frank Sinatra. I will say this. If you want to go Blade old. does a great job, though. If you want to go older, though, like this is almost cheating. Cause it's more of like a pump up song in a way. Is Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is coming to town. That <laughs> will get you fired up for like a day of Christmas. It's so good. It's just like, it's like a rock song. Did you guys, uh, for traditions... I I uh, had one down. Um, Do you watch the Twenty Five Days of Christmas movies on like ABC Family when you were a kid? No, miss me with that. No, miss no. me with that. I watch my own movies. Who are you a TikTok like... loser star? Bing bong, bing bong. Hard hat holiday, respectively. <laughs> you see these okay, dogs in your are... front yard? God. Just know upstairs, I'm going hard. God. We are a TikTok podcast. Um. Activity, which I think would kind of be cheating because it's just a winter activity, but sledding. Sledding, sledding reminds me building of snowman. snowman. Jinx. West Haven football. Yep. Mm, Might have to bring it back this year. I'd love to. Let's get after it, Evan. Let's do it in your yard, Evan. Okay, deal. Because I don't know. Can we still go to West Haven? Yeah, it's public. Anybody Look. that's ever played West Haven that listens to this podcast, send us a text if you want to play. Yeah, uh... Benny V lives in West Haven now. Oh, right. And we could all do fun 21-year-old plus stuff afterwards. We could drink before West Haven. Then wait, Whoa, we'd be dude, stuck don't there. Don't tell people that. During be, and after. We'd be stuck there. During? Before? After? Spike yeah. a, the spike next a, day? The day before? <laughs> we could do it every day. Um, the only other gift I had was a new baseball bat. That was a big thing. Getting the, I put a new basketball few, hoops. You got a damn court one year, I feel like. (laughs) I got a quarter court for the hoop one year. And then about seven years before that, I got one of those like roller hoops. Like uh, it was like filled with sand. So you can like move it around. Everyone had one. Well, I haven't. You You had a in-ground one. You're a rich guy. Yeah, totally, man. What was your favorite gift you guys ever got, though? Not just like a stereotypical one. What was one you just actually loved? That would go under the radar. You know, Alex, I, I care about being with my family more often than actually the gifts okay. that were underneath the tree. So, uh, shout out you for it's being. It's not a great about person. the presents underneath the tree; it's about the people around the tree that matters. Mm. Okay. Uh, if Keep I had to answer, it, 
ditto that ditto that but if i had to answer the question i would probably say like i remember getting the first like little ipod like a gray ipod and then just having that much music at my disposal was life-changing my life's never been the same since mm-hmm. one year my sister and i got uh tubes like uh like tubing like find a boat tubes and we just sat in our new tubes while we opened gifts, like, like super cool kids. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> Is there video footage of this somewhere? Oh I yeah. My dad, uh, my dad records every Christmas morning, every single one. It's on our home video. You can watch it. It's Dude, I need Emily to and see. I just chilling in our tubes, just opening <laughs> gifts. I had a cooler tube, but, uh, I mean, I, I'm imagining you guys are picturing this. It probably looks pretty funny. Uh, like I'm just picturing you guys sitting there and like just like having nine, to be handed handed man. your gifts because you can't get out of a tube and like these well, no so Emily's <laughs> like you went and blew them like up the, to like the, put them in no, your living were, room. Well, this is when we still believe in Santa Claus, so it's like nine ish. Whoa, nine dude! Years people old. people listen. They might not know that Shut stuff it. yet. And so Santa Claus blew the tubes up, so they were blown up when we came down there, and we're like, oh my god, look at these tubes. And mine was flat, and hers had the big like hole in it. So she was like stuck in there, but I was like, you know, on level ground. Okay, that's something. Yeah, that's something. That's memorable. It was. I'm telling you guys right now about it. Fifteen years later. All right. Well, that's your Christmas talk. Um, if anything else comes up Christmas wise, we'll be sure to mention it. That's a show for the day as well. At this time, I'd like to plug our social accounts at Shot of MS on everything. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. TikTok is banana lands. Banana lands. There's like just heated debates between Ohio State and Michigan State and Michigan fans in our TikTok. So if you're ever bored and want to go like argue with kids online all day, that's the spot (laughs) to go. Uh, Twitter is where you get more live stuff like when we're watching games and whatnot. And Instagram graphics and whatnot um but just follow those you get different sides of the show get clips and whatnot and interact that's where we're probably most responded to people and then how to listen apple pods spotify youtube depending on the platform we'd really appreciate if you um subscribed followed it depending on the platform five stars and since it's the holiday season maybe uh test out the old um unsubscribe resubscribe unfollow refile type deal give us a new five star rating boost those rankings up for us that'd be a great gift to us uh, we, we would gladly, gladly accept that. And lastly, submit any questions you want answered at any point throughout the week. Emails, um, DMs, we'll see it. Replies to our tweets. Just, hey, I have a question about this. Could be anything. We could even, uh, I know a podcast Alex and I listen to a lot is Ryan Russillo. If people have life advice, if you have things going on in your life that are keeping you down, if you're stressed about school, if you're stressed about whatever, just ask us. Like, we've been through it, you know? We've seen enough in our... 24 probably years won't give good advice but it probably be won't be good but it'll be something to give you some relief and um relieve that anxiety you have but just any questions anything's fair game um with all that being said cheers to close out episode 50 i think that flew under the radar because we had a good show but episode 50 so we're halfway to 100 guys and we're almost a full year so episode 50 big one the 5-0 cheers to that and um to alex because i know he's going to be very excited for his favorite day of the year no, nope, not his National birthday. signing day, baby. <laughs> National Come on. signing day on Wednesday. And that will be a topic on next week's show. A brief the rundown of the classes. The will be deep in the blogs this week for everyone. What's the, uh, what's the message board called again? No free ads, Grant. Sorry.
No, what's it called, though? It's a funny name, isn't it? The Underground Bunker. <laughs> That's right. The Underground Bunker. Him, Joe Lenardi are going to be hanging out down there in bunker land, figuring things out. Speaking of Joe Lenardi, uh, cheers to Michigan State being 2-0 in the Big Ten and Michigan being a dumpster fire. Cheers. Yep, that'll be addressed in a future show. That's a problem. There's something bad happening. <laughs> Evan, any cheers from you outside mm. of the normal? Cheers to all the students going through finals weeks. Hope you get through it. Oh, you guys want to do your? You guys want to do our midnight screams? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not doing a midnight. All right, this, this will end the show. Three, two, one. Mm. Uh.